Lifelong X Files fans, and this is we want to believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So let's get to it. Yes. Um, do we have any updates before we? Yes, have? I have an update. Oh, great! Uh, in the last episode, I said I would come up with a better plot of an X Files that is called oh, Sheets. That's, that's right. what I said. That's what I said, right? That yeah, it would yeah. be Sheets. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I came up with one. Okay. Um, and it's about a woman who is having like a weird phenomena where small objects are getting like formed into different shapes in her house. Like, you know, her spices and like her, like, you know, small knickknacks and things keep getting like they'll suddenly just be shaped. Yeah. They'll just like, she'll like look back and they'll have been rearranged. Oh, okay. And so Mulder like hears about this in like mm-hmm. some forum, not like, you know, it's not an official case. So they go out to investigate it. And um, while they're, I, I like made up the whole thing and, I can <laughs> um, and while they're investigating it and they're like talking to her, they also see her neighbor and it's a, another woman about her age and they seem kind of like hostile to each other. And, um, Ooh, is and this a witch then, thing? It's not quite a witch thing. Okay. And they start, uh, they end up talking to her neighbor somehow. I haven't worked out how, mm-hmm. and they find out that her neighbor, um, they, uh, the main woman and her neighbor knew each other in high school mm-hmm. and eventually they find out that the main woman bullied the other ah. woman in high school and the other woman, her neighbor is a geometry teacher now. <laughs> and, and the, in the meantime, the main character is getting worried because larger and o- larger objects are starting to move around her house, forming different shapes, like right triangles and trapezoids and things <laughs> of like, eventually it's like her couches get like rearranged. And, um, and so she's like, they start moving when she can see them. And then um, it turns out uh, somehow her and the neighbor end up trapped in the house and the neighbor is accidentally doing it with her mind subconsciously because ah. she's telekinetic and she's still very angry about how this woman from her past just moved into her new neighborhood. But then the, the main woman sincerely apologizes and all the phenomenon stops. Ah, Oh, I like so it. That, I that like shapes it. as yes. I have written it. Oh, so, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We can just uh, enter that in as canon. As I like it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what shapes was about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for doing such a brief recap of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have a bit of an announcement, a bit of a plug for myself. Great. Um, (laughs) I, um, I am going to be, well, I am shortly after this airs. Um, I have a new podcast. What? Yes. This is news to me. I'm not pretending to be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so it's gonna be called the science lab okay it's gonna be about science um it is a collaboration between myself and my students so my students are going to be the episodes will be written by and for college students of course other people can listen so there are going to be shorter episodes that explain different topics in uh scientific topics in a format that's accessible to the public and then there will be more long form episodes that are about um different 
controversies, um, short biographies of different biologists. Cool. And uh, so it's the hope is that it'll be a good resource for students um, that are learning biology, but also for teachers to be able to subscribe to their students, which is what I plan on doing with my own students eventually. So the science lab, um, it'll be on all the regular podcast things and uh, it will be um, my, my students will be writing some of the episodes. All of them will be uh, recorded by myself um, and vetted and researched and double checked. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. So you got saying things like that one student who said that like babies grow in the stomach and that's how, uh, the reproductive system is related to the digestive system or something. Oh, I'm sorry. That one student. No. Oh yeah. No. Oh I yeah. I say tummy to little kids. Cause it looks like that. But- yeah. No, Mm-mm. no, it's been over my nine years of teaching, it's been maybe three or four Ooh. students, Ooh. all biologically female, for the record. Oh. Yeah, that's the noise I make, too. You know, Adam does a map quiz in his world history oh, class, God, yeah. and um, he has had, again, just a handful of students, just probably not more than three or four or so. Yeah not correctly identify the united states oh god oh yes it happened yes it's rare (laughs) yeah yeah so this will be heavily checked by myself yes (laughs) yeah there will not be those sorts of things right you won't just blindly be like well it says this i guess (laughs) (laughs) sounds wrong but okay (laughs) yeah i'm just reading what they give me yeah (laughs) That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. Um, and my hope would be to like eventually expand it and collaborate with other um, academics to bring in more of uh, different sciences. Hint, hint, cool. I, would, I don't know anybody, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want, I can talk about physics, yeah. always, astronomy yeah. at some point yeah. in the future. So cool. So um, darkness falls. Yeah, uh, Darkness Falls, by the way, is not only the name of an X-Files episode, it is the name of multiple movies. Um, I thought so. It's yeah, like a British movie from the late 90s, and then an American movie from 03, and then another American movie from like 2019 or 2020. Um, that I feel like is so familiar. I, I swear I must have seen at least one of those. Yeah, none of them sound especially good. They're, none of them are remakes of each other. They just all have that title. And none of them are sci-fi either, except for hmm. X-Files. Yeah. Um, what is one with, um, like, people trapped in a house with, like, other people outside trying to get them? I think so. Okay. I, I spent more time reading this re- really awesomely scathing review uh, of the most recent one. Uh, uh, and uh, I, I really enjoyed this takedown of it. And that one is about where this guy's wife dies ostensibly by suicide, but he mm-hmm. thinks it's a homicide and he gets obsessed with investigating it. Uh, um, and yeah, it's just like this review just tears it apart in a really entertaining <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> This darkness falls. I feel like 
follows a very similar path to a lot of other X-Files episodes. Like we've got like Mulder and Scully going somewhere remote with a bunch of other people. And like one of them is kind of hostile and like, it's like, it's similar to like ice. It reminded me of ice. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. But it was good. It was a good episode. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I thought it was also like quite straightforward. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah, especially like a leads to C. Okay, you know right. that all makes sense. Yeah, I didn't have any like outstanding questions. You know, like yeah. there wasn't any like. Well, they never really addressed this. It seemed yeah. like well, so um, it starts with these loggers up in. Can you hang on one second. My fire alarm is going off. Oh, it sure. does this. It does this. It's very moody. It's not. My house is not on fire. <laughs> Stop it. That's right. You stop that. All right. So I can, I'll keep it nearby in case it does it again. (laughs) Does yelling at it help? Oh, hang on. Maybe maybe put it somewhere else. I don't know. In the water? Like <laughs> maybe being this way. And I can't turn it off. Have you changed the batteries? It's this 10-year sealed lithium battery that oh. you cannot change. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I'm sitting by an open window. There is no fire. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. I'm going to like, maybe I'll put it in my shirt. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why that would help. (laughs) I don't know. I'm definitely not on fire. So it seems like safe. you are warm though. I am warm, but I thought it was more of a smoke detector. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how these things work. Yeah. Anyway, um, this particular one has been moody. It, it also goes mm-hmm. off in the shower. Um, oh, that's annoying. Anyhow, so where were we? So there are a group, there's a group of loggers up in the North Woods. And uh, it shows them kind of arguing with each other. Like, you know, we got to leave. Oh, you know, and then uh, we got to get out of there. Which is the, how they should escape from this forest. Yeah. And then there's like some, I don't know, drama. Like, oh yeah, so they're running down the hillside. One yeah. of the guys falls, they're trying to get away. Eventually there is like bright green light that sort of yeah. covers all of them. Right. And that's uh, cue the theme song. Yes. Yeah. And so Mulder and Scully go up to investigate the typical, you know, them in their office, slide show slides. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, still no Skinner. We've still no Skinner. Almost I was the entire hoping. first season. Yeah, I had no idea it took so long for Skinner to appear. No, no. I'm also I never wondering paid any attention. I mean, when are we going to get the first? Um, not the truth is out there, but some other phrase at the end of the opening. I'm not sure. Yeah. That happens. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for the last episode of the season, the Erlenmeyer flask. Yeah. Um, I'm hopeful that maybe both of those things. Will yeah. Occur. Yeah. So 
they go up to the North Woods to investigate and um, they're looking all woodsy and stuff and they've got their backpacks and they, uh, they meet with a guy from the forest service yes. and then like a logging security man. Yes. Who seems very intense right away. Yeah. And so they drive up to the camp, the logging camp. Cause it's like a four hour drive, they say. And on the way there, the tire is punctured by like um, a piece of metal that was purposely set on the road. And they kind of talk about like eco-terrorists being responsible for some of this. And then like, so they mentioned it's a four hour drive out to the camp and they've got like all these backpacks and stuff, but then they don't have a spare tire. (laughs) Like that really struck me as dumb. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I just kept, being annoyed and thinking, oh, come on, we're going to use the word terrorist about these guys. I don't know. Yeah. They're like popping their tires and like, yeah, uh, you know, just like spiking trees. I mean, like, so yeah, they, they talk a lot about like these people, they kept talking, calling them like monkey wrenchers who are like messing with them. Yeah. There's like, these two dudes in particular. Um, yeah. I just felt like I'm having a hard time feeling bad for you guys anyway. Well, and I think that's partially the point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we're supposed to feel that bad for the logging industry. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so they end up having to hike out to the camp because they don't have a spare tire going into the wilderness when they know, and they even say like, you know, that they've done this before with like the spikes on the road. I don't know. It all seems real dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And so they get up to the camp and are like investigating the cabin where the logger stayed and trying to get the generator working and stuff. And you can tell they left in a hurry. Like their meals are still yeah. there. Um, it's real weird in there. Right. In the camp. And I think it's the, is it the next day when they're hiking in the woods and find the giant thing? Well, um, yeah, it is the next day, but that night um, before that, uh, on oh, that right. same day, they find that, the gas tank is filled with sugar and there's like rice in some other part of the engine. And like the generator had been messed with. So clearly these, these eco-terrorists had come and messed with the camp as well. And so the security guy is like, why are we even doing this? It's clearly their fault. It's nothing mysterious. Um, But I think at that point, before all that, the one of the eco-terrorists like shows up. Right. Yeah. And he's like, me and a few other guys are further away. I can try to make it to the camp for help. Do not turn off the light when the light goes out. Right. Everybody dies basically. Yeah. People get taken or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they leave the lights on all night and then they go hiking the next day and find the thing in the tree. Right. So they, they take the eco-terrorist guy whose name I can't remember and didn't write down. I didn't either. (laughs) I know that the logging industry guy is named Steve and that's all. Okay. That's all I got. And so Mulder and Scully and the park service guy and Steve, the logging industry guy, and then the eco-terrorist, the five of them go hiking. The Steve is not there because they tell him about it later. Oh, that's right. He is off doing something else being... I don't know. Crabby. I don't know. Yeah. Crabby. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Cause he like, he has a gun on the eco-terrorist guy and is like, let's just arrest him right now. Yeah. I think he's guilty. Let's arrest him. I'm like, mm, that's not how this works. Yeah. But um, anyway, so yeah, so he's not right. there, but that's right. Go hiking. Right. 
And so they see this like big giant. Uh, yeah. Like a cocoon looking thing. Yeah. Hiding yeah. In a tree and it's or between two trees and it's like giant. Um, and so they like have Scully rappel up there on a rope. It looks they like have, real. Yeah. It reminded me of the thing that William set up in your front yard. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they've got like a pulley and ropes and she's sitting in like a little seat or something Yeah, and it's, like way high in the air. Yeah. No safety equipment or anything that we are shown. Yeah. And, uh, and she's got like a pocket knife looking thing to yeah. try to cut down this enormous cocoon. Right. I was thinking like, I would not have signed up for this if I were Scully. You also wouldn't sign up for the FBI. So, that's true so and what you're referencing different reasons yeah um william my now eight-year-old it would have been last year so he would have been six or seven set up a series of pulleys and ropes in our front tree and was like having a lot of fun lifting things with pulleys I guess. yeah like he'd hang on to um, one end and an adult would pull him so he'd yeah there or he'd attach a bike to it and lift the bike up right and at one point um our mother was out there and was uh, was watching all this occur. And William had a bike that he was like lifting up and down with the pulley. And he wanted Hugo, my now four-year-old, then three-year-old probably. He wanted Hugo to get on the bike and then he would pulley them both up off the ground, Hugo riding the bike. And, yeah. uh, and our mom who was overseeing this was like, no, you know, like that's, that's, not a good idea. Yeah, Hugo, and, don't do this. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Hugo just kind of looks at her and kind of sighs and shakes his head and goes, I have to. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> um, so Scully is Hugo. She's left into the air. She yeah. has to. Yeah. She and, has uh, to. <laughs> And uh, so she starts slicing into this big cocoon and sees. Oh, damn it! Sorry. Fire. Why don't you not put it right next to? The yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> Sorry. Code activated. I don't know what to do. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I kicked over a chair. Oh God. Are you okay? Foot hurts, but I'm okay. <sighs> okay. So so Scully slices into the thing. Yes. And there's and, body. Yes, there's human fingers. She sees. Yes. And so they somehow get it down to the ground. Yeah, and, they don't show that. Yeah. Scully just did a lot more intense slicing. Yeah. And uh, there's a desiccated body inside. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it looks like some sort of giant spider cocooned it, which yeah. is when at this part, I was very concerned there would be a giant spider responsible. Oh, you didn't remember what, mm -hmm. what happened. Oh, okay. No, See, I, I didn't remember. I remember this episode. All I knew about it was, well, we'll get to what I knew. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I forgot to mention the reason Mulder's interested in this case is that back in 1934, oh, right. a bunch of loggers also disappeared right. under mysterious circumstances. So that's why this is on Mulder's radar. Yeah. And he like got them assigned to it. Right. Yeah. 
Um, which they never really go back into that much. No, but I was, there was a small part of me that was like, is this dead guy one of the old guys or the new guys who just, yeah, well, and probably never, one of the new ones. They don't ever find more cocooned guys either. No, they don't. But they, you know, cut that guy down from his giant web. Um, and when they all get back to the cabin that night, they kind of fill Steve, the logger, in mm-hmm. on things. And he still seems kind of convinced that the two eco-terrorist guys are responsible, interestingly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. And uh, powers. Yeah. As um, I can't remember if it's that night or the previous night, but they're outside talking at night and there's like a little bug zapper thing hanging out. Yeah. A little light. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And you can see it like zap a few times and not really show what was flying into it. Yeah. And uh, do you want to take it? Yeah. Yeah. So part of the reason that uh, Steve and the eco-terrorist guy are fighting, the eco-terrorist guy is like, look, these loggers are cutting old growth trees um, that they're not supposed to be cutting down. And so then the next day they go and they're looking at these gigantic trees yeah and and oh oh no yes you're all correct you're correct but so they're standing by one of these giant trees that's been cut down and they're looking at like the tree rings and you can see one of them kind of like leans against the giant trunk that's been cut down and you can see that like as they put their hand the actor puts their hand kind of on it or leans on it it kind of like moves kind of like fabric or some sort of like <gasps> like oh, no really yeah yeah <laughs> i was like oh trees don't do that <laughs> i didn't notice that yeah. i read about this episode and i mean they filmed it in deep in the forest and apparently they had a lot of trouble filming it because really? of getting to that location and then they had like really horrible like bitingly cold rain and some snow oh. and it took forever oh, yeah wow. yeah they found oh. it out in the middle of nowhere apparently so interesting in vancouver outside vancouver obviously so yeah well this the tree that is cut down is like enormous yeah like, it, it's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah i'm sure they didn't just have access to a real tree that was that big that was cut down it was cut that, down yeah because yeah. um there are restrictions on yeah. cutting down old growth trees. Yeah. And so they start looking at these tree rings and they're saying this tree is like over 500 years old, five, six, 700 years old. And they start noticing there's some weird things on like certain tree rings representing certain years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they take a core sample from those weird looking tree rings and find that there's like stuff living in there. Yeah. And like these little teeny tiny bugs. Yeah. Is it's that when I talk about amoebas? Or not yet? Um, either then, or I mean, they take the sample back to some sort of portable microscope in the cabin. And so, uh, oh, and also I think the night before, um, Steve was all like, they're not going to get me. It's no big deal. And he steps outside into the darkness like real quick and comes back in and is like, look, see, I'm fine. He's lying. Yeah. Um, yeah. At some point they start talking about how maybe whatever this is, is coming up 
due to like volcanic activity. And they mentioned Mount St. Helens because they're up in that corner of the country. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy mentioned Spirit Lake and how uh, all this radiation came up when Mount St. Helens erupted. And um, there's this like amoeba that can suck out your brain. And so uh, I, I did- somehow missed all of this. This seems oh. like something I'd... <laughs> Yeah, it seems like you're seeing too. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's talking about like theorizing maybe like the logging activity or something brought this back to life or whatever. Right. These things that were kind of dormant. Um, mm-hmm. So I looked up Spirit Lake, and the interesting thing about Spirit Lake because the because the eco terrorist guy is like, oh yeah, I saw a documentary about it, Spirit Lake, and so I was like, oh, this is probably real. Uh-huh. Um, it is real. It was this lake that's north of Mount St. Helens. And when Mount St. Helens erupted, the lake ended up uh, empty of water, Whoa, which is wild. And then gradually it got more water. But it's interesting now because all of these trees fell down because of the eruption. Mm-hmm. And then as the lake gradually refilled, all of these logs are now floating in the lake. So oh. there's this gigantic patch of logs that's that float in this enormous lake. And like, you can track how they move around the lake. Oh, um, and so people are very interested in spirit lake for those reasons. Uh-huh. Um, but the amoeba in general, it's just, I don't mean to say just, but it's not, it doesn't suck your brain out. Or something. <laughs> it eats your brain. It's one of those brain eating amoebas <laughs> yet sometimes. Um, and they mentioned it's, it's, uh, I looked at the name of it. I don't remember it, but it's, it's one of those brain eating ones that you get in water sometimes, which is why like you should use, uh, boiled water or, or whatever good water in a neti pot. So I had to lie to my allergist about that recently. He was, (laughs) he was like, what sort of, what sort of, you know, water are you using? What, what's your saline source? And I was like, Oh, bottled water. (laughs) Like, no, it's just for my sink. (laughs) Why? Dude, just boil it first. What? I have such bad allergies. I have to use this thing a lot. You think I'm going to like boil water every time I need to use it and then wait for it to cool down? Yes. Boil the water after you use it to be used the next time. And then you have it waiting for you. I mean, bottle. Like, dude, okay. All right. Most people use that. I'm willing to play with the odds in this one. All right. Okay. This is going to have a real tragic spin to it if that amoeba eats your brain one day. People will be like, oh, it's so sad. She even said it'll be like an updated version of Ironic by Alanis Morissette or whatever. With actual irony. Um, actual irony? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I, um, I stand by. It would by be bad, though. Okay. The, um, All right. The- yeah. So you mentioned that amoeba. Um, it's, they, I guess it has been found in Spirit Lake, but I guess it's just mm-hmm. in general, it's a problem in like hot springs or like warm bodies of water. Right. Um, I should also mention just real quick, we have city water, which is like very good. We do have good water. Water. Yeah. We probably don't have a whole yeah. heck of a lot of amoebas. You're not like yeah. going out to Lake Mendota yeah. your pot by scooping the water out of it or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that would be more trouble than boiling it also (laughs) (laughs) drive over to the lake. (laughs) Yes. Dr. Moss, I get it right from the source. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, okay. Continue amoeba. 
Anyway, so they're right. kind of theorizing that this thing right. came up because of this volcanic activity. Um, right. And somewhere in here, it's daytime, um, and the eco-terrorist takes gas from the generator uh, and puts it in the one remaining car and fixes the car mm-hmm. and leaves. And Mulder right. kind of lets him leave. Yes. And I agree with scully in another scene later where she's like you just made this decision unilaterally like you didn't talk to the rest of us uh because he's now taken the one car and they only have what's left of the gas in the generator because he took the extra gas he didn't siphon gas out of the generator there was like an extra tank that he took um but the plan is he's going to go and try to rescue his friends and he's going to try and like get them help and come back and get them or whatever which like in in Mulder's saying like well he trusts this guy which like fair enough but also you shouldn't have done this by yourself Mulder. like yeah I'd be like, real pissed. like hey scully just fyi i let this dude take all our gasoline i trust yeah. him so it's fine you know like yeah i would also be mad so they're, oh, yeah. they're kind of angry with each other and somewhere in there um they notice they're, they're like we're just gonna have to block up the room to keep the bugs out mm-hmm which seems unrealistic. Um, right. And because the tree, the sample that they got from the tree, the weird stuff in the tree ring has all these little bug like things living in it. And they notice that they're not active during the day that yeah, they're, right. they're still present, but that's why, or in the light, not just yeah. during the daytime, but in the light, they're not as active. And so they, kind of know that there's some sort of little bugs that are somehow doing this. Yeah. And also somewhere in here, Mulder notices there's like a greasy residue on everything. Oh yeah. Um, Oh God. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then Scully ends up, they're like trying to fall asleep and uh, they suddenly like, it's all quiet and they can feel them or see that yeah, she like sees in the corner oh wait you can see them you yeah know, coming in through the corner in the dark and then she realizes they're like on her even when she's yeah. in the light and they just couldn't see them and Mulder right. realizes like the residue that's on everything is the little bugs in the light which yeah. is like oh my god and i was actually kind of glad like i thought it was very realistic that scully kind of freaked out about that because that's really disturbing. And I can yeah. see that being the sort of thing where it's like, oh, it's fine. Oh, these little, you know, but like I, I enjoyed the realism of, you know, flipping out. Yeah. yeah. Like that seems like a real reaction a person would have yes. being like, oh, those bugs that cocoon people, they're all over you right yeah. now. Yeah. But don't worry. They only swarm when it's dark out. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just still covering you at yeah. the moment. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't care what they're doing i don't want them yeah yeah Yeah. no and i should mention that somewhere in here and i've lost track i keep saying somewhere in here because i'm not sure on the order (laughs) yeah steve the kind of jerky security logger guy dies um the bugs got him yeah i don't recall why well yeah (laughs) like well this guy sucks well yeah (laughs) okay not um (laughs) but yeah what's their motivation being bugs but like he, why he leaves or well, where... he's he's being very like you know no it's just eco-terrorists it's you're all ridiculous i'll be fine and kind of takes off yeah and uh 
and they come in through the vents. Of, yeah. The car yeah, of his car. It's, it's yeah. very, um, Newman in Jurassic park being attacked oh. by the, uh, oh, the little guys. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I've kind of lost track of how many cars they actually have available at this point. Cause it seems like there's more than I would have thought, but right. Yeah. yeah. At this point now, Steve is dead. Eco terrorist guy took the other car. So forest ranger guy, Mulder and Scully are definitely there without a car. Right. And then the eco terrorist guy, it's like dark and he comes racing back and he's like, get in, you know, we're, I'm back. I can right. save you. And they jump in and, um, they drive away and then they drive over um, one of those spiky things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the bugs start coming in and they get them all and they get them. I was like, how are they going to solve this? They don't. They don't. Now, they did show Scully um, radioed for help briefly um, right. and just was able to connect through earlier in the episode before they realized, wait, we need to preserve the generator's life because we let the guy take all the gas. Right. right. Um, so it shows a helicopter flying by. It shows all these vans coming up and they find the car yeah. and filled with cocoon stuff. And yeah. Scully and forest guy are like underneath. Yeah. Kind of alive. Yeah. And it ends with like Scully being in kind of serious condition at the hospital. Yeah. Like, yeah, like walking around. And like talking to the doctor and it's clear, like Scully will be okay, but she still is in pretty critical condition. Yeah. And like, yeah, I did not remember there being an episode that ends with them in the hospital. Like that, that was without any sort of like conclusion that shows right. they're okay. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. It kind of, it ends with one of the doctors being like, well, we're going to make sure these bugs are stopped. Right. Basically, Boulder's like, well, how? And he's yeah. like, we have no choice. We have to. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So for all we know, they could still be out there in the, yeah. Yeah. In the Northwestern United States. Yeah. So yeah, all I remembered about these bugs was that they glow. Um, small glowing ah. bugs. That was yeah. what I knew about this episode. Um, but yeah, it definitely had a feel kind of like ice. I would agree yeah. with that. And it was the isolation it was, and the naturey stuff. And yeah, the, it was good. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, it was yeah. it was entertained. Um, yeah, and I didn't remember a lot of it, so it was no, nor did I. Yeah, it was nice and refreshing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there wasn't anything problematic, or right. you know, we talked about shapes. Well. The, the other version of shapes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Not the one. Um, Melissa, by the way, is the name the main character whose objects are arranging themselves into uh, shapes. Gina is her former schoolmate, the geometry teacher with the telekinesis that's subconscious. Ah, uh, I, I see. So, Gina yeah. is the neighbor? Gina is the neighbor. Yeah. Ah, that's interesting because I was sort of bullied by an old boss of mine named Gina. So to me, mm-hmm. that's a very like... That's the, the mean name. Not yeah, the, that's the mean name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I just decided, well, if they were characters, they would have names. So they should have names. Well, that's so fair. Those are names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So overall, and yeah. I mean. I thought it was a pretty good one. Yeah. And like, you know, there, as far as we know, aren't actually little swarms of bugs living in side old trees in the Northwestern United States, but like 
there could be. <laughs> I felt it was one of the less outlandish ones. Yeah. They talked about the reason the bugs glow is the same substance that makes fireflies glow. So they were right. like establishing, hey, remember, some bugs do glow. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like the like gender bending alien yeah Amish. like this i felt like like yeah. all right all right yeah. yeah yeah it didn't seem that much out of the realm of possibility yeah i think you know they're industrious little guys to make that much food <laughs> and i'm not totally sure like where the other bodies are and like why did they make those cocoons did they eat those people did they kind of like drain them like right well like and box? why also were Mulder and scully and the other two left in cocoons in the car, whereas they had like taken the one guy and suspended him between trees. Like what, you know, yeah. what was their motivation for that? Yeah. What was their motive? I do want to know their yeah. motivation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, overall. Solid yeah. Episode. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, do we have a listener story? No. Ah. I, I we might i don't know if we're out officially i might have one but i did not prepare one okay well shame on you all for not right once in. again this is, let's let's tell our listeners how things are their fault yeah um send us more stories of creepy yes. things that have happened to you we and if you're like believe- oh nope yep go ahead okay we want to believe pod at gmail.com or on instagram we want to believe pod Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, look, Liz and Helen, nothing that creepy's ever happened to me, then reach out to your friends and tell them you should listen to this podcast and tell yeah. us the creepy things that have happened to you. Yes. Also do all that stuff you're supposed to do with liking and subscribing and whatnot. Um yeah. Yeah, cool. Let's see. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think we might have one or two more that I have like stored, but I just didn't remember to to get them ready. Totally dropped the ball on that. Well, that's so okay. Yes. Well, well, uh, I once again am blameless. And uh, <laughs> once again, yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, I thought we can end things. Oh, I do have a quick, quick Europe story. Oh, oh really okay. Um, I went to Malahide Castle a couple episodes ago. I mentioned that it was while I was still in Europe. I was like, I'm going to a haunted castle tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And I went there and ultimately, the castle grounds were beautiful. There was a peacock. I loved the peacock. He was awesome. He was just like hanging out. Um, the castle itself, they had way too big of a tour group. It's a narrow, small oh. space. You can't have like 30 people and have everyone hear things that oh. well. And the tour guide, I thought, ultimately, do I care about like how wonderful these rich people were? Eh, no. Yeah. Um, it was not a great tour. And it was kind of a, a far hike outside of Dublin. And so we were like, is this worth taking a group out here? No, there was only one teeny haunted part. Um, there were a lot of paintings all over. Uh, in one particular painting, it was a painting of like the two children who lived in the house. And it was like, look, their eyes track you everywhere. And we were like, they really don't. Um, <laughs> I feel like they have a lot of paintings, but these eyes seem to be pretty straightforward. Uh, but the legend is there was this one painting that this one woman really liked. And it was like a woman in a white dress and mm-hmm. That painting was sold. And after it was sold, people started seeing a vision of a woman in a white dress on this one staircase walking down the stairs. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 But it was not. You didn't see anything? 
No. I took a ton of pictures too in hopes that they would just show up on my pictures. Yeah. But no, there's nothing. Well, well, that's that's a. But cool I did idea. I did want to share that I did have that up, update about the haunted castle. So. Ah, well, that's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, yeah, I'll what take castle it. Castle was it again? It's called Mal- Malahide Castle. Malahide. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm. The peacock was good. You know, ten out of ten peacock wise. Really was good. It, um, like a male one with all the cool the big tail. Yeah, oh, that's nice. I, and I just thought, you know. All those times you see like clothing inspired by a peacock. It is not as good. This peacock is phenomenal. He is so awesome. It is like way more. I've never seen, he was just like around and it was me and a couple of children just being like, (laughs) God. And so Adam had to like, go get our tickets and do some things. And I was like, just leave me on the bench where I can look at the peacock. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, oh yeah, he gets all over. Like he wasn't like kept there it wasn't like a zoo thing it was just like he lives there weird on the grounds so that's great he was wow fat. yeah <laughs> yeah awesome um, well this was another episode of we want to believe i'm yes, helen i'm liz and we'll see you next time how's that Give for an ending all right <laughs> <laughs>